This is Rebecca Lowe, or Rebecca Lua, if you listen to Suboptimal Radio, and you are listening to Men in Blazers on the NBC Sports Network. It's unbelievable! Our guest today has already cemented herself as one of the US national team's World Cup stars, scoring two goals and netting one magnificent assist as the US topped the group of death and now head towards Monday's round of 16 showdown against Colombia. We welcome back to this Women's World Cup special pod via phone from Edmonton, Canada, our lead choice to replace Alexander Hamilton on the $10 bill, the one and only <laughs> Megan Rapino. Yay! Oh, Megan. <laughs> Thanks for having me on again. Oh, we, are, we could not be more honoured. We have adored watching every second of your performances on the field. Two wins, one draw, seven points. The birth against Colombia Monday night. The play, it's not always been emphatic. But from your point of view, Megan, how pleased are you with the team's performance so far? I think it's really good. You know, from a result standpoint, to come out of this group uh, on top with two wins um, and a tie, um, only one goal scored against, I think is really big for us. I mean, I think that, you know, we're hard on ourselves and we're critical of ourselves, of course. Um, and we want to have better performances and we want to keep growing throughout the tournament. But looking back, I mean, that's that's pretty good for us to come out of this group on top and, and get all those points and, and feel ready for the next round. In what ways do you look at the performances and say, this, is, this team needs to grow? What, 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 what tactically needs to happen for you guys to develop? I think just kind of our flow a little bit. I think the games, I mean, the games have been really tough, and we've played, um, you know, arguably three of the best, at least transitional teams in this tournament um, in terms of counterattacking and, and just their, their speed and flank play and um, their ability to get forward really quick. So I think for us, controlling the games more will help us. Um, I mean, we can get out and run with the best of them, but it's a long tournament. I think the more that we can control the tempo, um, and dominate games in that way, I think the better chance we have. Can we just say, what a World Cup you are having, Megan. I mean, in this group stage, we said on the pod, you've been the United States everything in the final third. The US have scored four goals. You've scored two of those. You've assisted one. Watching you run forward, it looks like you are always eager to try and make something happen on a team that have not always been, as you just said, dominant in possession on a team that really needs your spark, do you feel an extra responsibility, an extra pressure to make something happen? Yeah, yeah, I definitely do. Um, I think of, you know, the team has put more on my shoulders this World Cup. And I think just for me personally, I'm, you know, at a, at a point in my career where I want more on my shoulders and I want the ball at my feet and I want to have that responsibility going forward, definitely. Um, I think that... You know, I've been dangerous, and I can be even more dangerous going forward and creative and attack. And I think, in, you know, instead of waiting for things to come to me or waiting for the game to come to me, um, I just want to go get it. And I'm excited. These games are freaking insane. Like, the fans have been amazing. We've had 30,000 and 50,000 people at the games. This is like, this is everything, you know. This is it. This is the freaking World Cup. Um, and I'm just so excited to play. This is like, I mean, I love playing games in general, but... This is like a footballer's dream. The, the, the team, the way they're lining up, it, 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 we're not used to this, but the, this seems to be a US team who are a defense-first outfit, or they have been this far. The back line, 
has been a wonder. Be- I mean, Becky Sauerbrunn has been like, it's like been watching Martin Skirtle, but with hair. Let, 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 <laughs> I, 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 I want to take you back to the Sweden game. It's 0-0, the 77th minute. Caroline Seeger loops the ball towards goal. Hope Solo stranded. Tiny Megan Klingenberg leaps like a bear snatching a salmon from a waterfall to head the ball away. Actually lands at your feet. Can you, you, you had the best seat in the house for that. Can you describe your experience at that moment? Yeah. Um, the ball kind of bounced around on a free kick, and Sager, I thought it was actually a really quality finish by Sager, kind of outside of the foot volley to kind of get it over the, the heap, you know, to get it into the top net, and it was a freaking brilliant finish by her. Um, and then out comes Noah from Colleen. I'm like, where the hell have you been? Oh, my God, what are you doing there? I gave her a look right after she did it, and it was kind of like a, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was like, whew. <laughs> Think after that. Um, yeah, she's been big this tournament. I think I've been really impressed with her, you know, her first major championship um, and, you know, the biggest games, really, that she's played in, and, and she's just been an absolute beast. You scored. 12 minutes into this World Cup against Australia, you scored again in the second half. Goal that was very Gareth Bale versus Inter Milan. That, that won the game. But I've got one question. You are famed for your goal celebrations. The singing born to run into a microphone. I think there's a YouTube video, 50 great Megan Rapino goal celebrations. There has been no signature celebration yet. And this team could really benefit from giving the world a kind of sports centre moment. Do you only celebrate when you're feeling dominant? Uh, you know, I think it, de- it it depends a little bit on my mood. I think when I scored against this draw, I was just, you know, overcome with emotion and joy and, and almost a, a sense of relief to kind of get things kind of uh, get things going. So it was like it was too emotional to have anything planned out. We've, you know, talked about some things and bouncing ideas around and sometimes it's just you know, you sort of black out and just do whatever comes. What What was the emotion? Was it Was it relief? Was it kind of a just... little bit? Yeah, um, a little bit of relief, but also just um, you know a, a feeling of of wanting to start the game well, and and for us to be able to, you know, I mean, we were definitely under attack. They were really good in that first fifteen twenty minutes. Um, had a lot of chances on goal, and to feel like we could kind of take back the the control of the game in that moment and kind of settle things right away. Um, that was a, a half relief and then half, oh, I just scored in the World Cup. That's, cool. That's awesome. You've scored once, you've scored twice. When you think about the next round, where do you think the goals are going to come from? How crucial is a fully fit Alex Morgan or Alex Morden finding close to full fitness to this team's ability to go deep? Yeah, I think it's really important. Um, I thought uh, her movement and her ability, even just a few times, I mean, she didn't have any goals, but she got in a couple times and she had some really good chances. And I think she's really, you know, starting to find her feet. And even just in training, she's looking really good. But, I mean, I think she's really important. She's huge for us. She's such, I mean, she's obviously a goal scorer and, um, you know, brilliant in the final third, but she's just a fighter as well. And that spirit that she has and her work rate up top, um, I think is something that she's always had and something that, you know, got her on this team. And then obviously her finishing in the box um, is is very good. So I think if we can get her off the mark um, in, in this next game, that would be really huge for her and for us. Can, can I ask you, as a team, do you care about 
the style in which you win? Or, or ultimately, do you just care about the results? Personally, I care about style a lot, and I think that the team does as well. Um, you know, it's it's both. You know, it's you can't say that you're happy if you play a beautiful style and you lose. But um, I think that if we can if we can win and dominate teams and, and play a good style as well and continue to grow in this tournament and, and play more attractive than we have, uh, then I think that's a good thing. I think for us, um, you know, I feel like personally for this team, we're, we're too talented and and have way too many weapons to not play an attractive style because I think we can play that way and still dominate teams and then still be absolutely rock solid defensively. There's a huge amount of pressure and expectancy on this U.S. team. You've got an off day Friday. What do you do to keep things loose to escape the pressure? Well, we've got to find something to do here in Edmonton. From our hotel, there's, there's a brewery across the way, but we can't do that. That'd probably be a good blower off of steam, but we're not allowed to do that. So probably head into the city a little bit. We've been kind of putting some, some questions out about recommendations on Twitter. I always like to find a good coffee place and good restaurants and something to kind of make you feel like you're not eating out of a banquet hall all the time because that's what we do every single day. So it would be nice to, you know, maybe go out with a smaller group. Some people have friends and family here already. So just kind of get away from it and, and relax. How much time do you spend watching actual football? I mean, I, I know you spend a lot of time with game film, breaking down forthcoming opponents. But have you guys been watching the World Cup when you're not playing? You're constantly watching other games or do you try and unplug to get away from the game? No, we've been we've been trying to watch all of them, um, at least the people that I've been around and my roommates. So I think everybody, um, you know, for the most part, everyone's just huge fans of the game. And to see all these different teams, I mean, you never you never see this. Maybe there's a friendly on here or there, but we rarely get to watch this much women's soccer. So for us, it's amazing. Um, the coverage has been awesome, and all the games have been great. You know, teams have been showing up, and, you know, it seems like it's fun to see Thailand play and then to score goals and, Ivory Coast to score their first goal ever and, um, you know, check out the opponents as well and, and, and see what they're doing, all the top dogs. I mean, if you've got a broad sense of the field, how good were your opponents in the group of death relative to the rest of the field? Yeah, I mean, our group was by far the best group, I think. Um, top to bottom, I mean, all the teams were, were so good. I think you put Nigeria in another group and they finished, you know, second out of a lot of those other groups, so... They were unfortunate. Um, I thought that they were very good. Um, and then the rest of them, I mean, you have Sweden, who's coming out of our group third. I mean, that sounds crazy. They're they're totally a powerhouse. And then Australia's played extremely well. So I think top to bottom, um, our group has been has been really good. And I think um, the teams in our group can go far, even in these next rounds. You've watched Colombia. They've beaten France. They've also lost to mighty, mighty England. What's your sense of how the U.S.? and the Colombians are going to match up on Monday? Uh, I think we're excited about the matchup. Um, played them a couple times before, and I think their team is, uh, is really kind of grown into itself um, over these last few years. I and mean, we played them last World Cup and the last Olympics, I think, um, and they were a little bit young. But I think that they've um, obviously matured a lot, and they've shown that they can you know, win big games, being France. Um, you know, People can say, oh, France had an off day, but still the third team in the world third-ranked team in the world, and you can't just have an off day and have someone beat you. I mean, they beat, they beat France, in my opinion. So I think that they've done really well. And I think for us, we need to, uh, you know, come out and assert our dominance right away. I think if we let them kind of get on a roll or, 
you know, let them gain some confidence, then that only plays into their hands. We need to come out and, and assert our dominance right away. God willing. I mean, I, I want to ask you as a human being, as a person with feelings, when, when you score two goals in the opener that you've been dreaming about for months, if not years, Megan, do you, do you have problems going to sleep that night with adrenaline? Do you lie there and think, I just sized the day. This is what I've been working for my whole life. Or is it more just like this is a World Cup campaign, you've played before, you block it out, you focus on the next and only reflect once it's all over? No, I think you got to take, at least for me, I like to take time, you know, that, that night and the rest of, you know, that day and that night and kind of just enjoy it. Um, I mean, you can't just be... 100% focus all the time. At least I can. So I like to enjoy it. We always, you know, kind of have a party afterwards with our friends and family and we're able to, you know, sit down and reflect with them and um, just kind of enjoy that night before we move on. It's nice to have, you know, three and four days between all these games. There's plenty of time for, for game plan and focus and all that, but I think you have to enjoy it all the way through as well. I mean, this is something that only comes around every four years and you don't want to get to the end of it and, and have not enjoyed the ride that you're on. I mean, talking about enjoying it, Megan, it's drawing huge rating numbers the entire tournament. On social media, celebrities are donning your jerseys. The American outlaws are following your team around Canada with passion. Reggie Bush is turning up at games. I mean, you, <laughs> you, you guys live in a bubble. You have to live in a bubble during a campaign. But has there been a moment in which the fan passion that you're triggering has permeated the bubble? touched you and you've just realized the whole nation is behind me yeah i think every game to be honest um you know showing up in winnipeg and to have you know i think that the first game like thirty-three thousand people there and i think that there like thirty thousand of them were americans <laughs> it felt like both those games there and then to go to vancouver and have you know over fifty thousand that's insane that's like some of the biggest games that have ever been played in the world cup so we see it everywhere. Winnipeg, there was tons of American fans. Um, obviously, the outlaws following us is huge. And then to go to Vancouver and have the same thing. Um, it's It felt like home games for us, honestly. Well, hopefully it will propel you all the way back to Vancouver. Question from one of our listeners, at Not Rossi. Megan, what bet did you win with Abby Wombat that made Abby copy your hairstyle? And who is going to get a Rapino next? <laughs> Um, I don't know who's gonna get it next, but um, I think it was actually she was she was um, getting sticky fingers on on Lori Lindsay's haircut because Lori kind of has the same one right now, it's a little darker on the sides with a with a bomb poof on the top. But I was off. I thought I thought it was a great idea. I think it looks great on them. I love that. I, rem- I remember the Romanian team in the World Cup 1994. They all slowly dyed their hair blonde, and I hope your team. I, I do yeah. expect if you get into the quarterfinal, Hope Solo will be wearing a Megan Rapino. <laughs> La- last question. Fox made an amazing video about you. Really beautiful. And if if you're listening and you've not seen this video, definitely. Google it. We saw you train. We saw you score goals that we're used to. But we also saw you paint and we saw you play guitar. If we could grant you a wish to jam, to sit in with any band, who would that be, Megan? Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm not really that good enough to play with Fleetwood Mac, but I would like to just go and watch them play. Oh, I've got to tell you, if you win the World Cup, Fleetwood Mac would need you. Fleetwood Mac would be lucky to have you. I've just <laughs> lost a lot of money. My money was on Tracy Chapman. I've just lost the fortune. I'll oh, say, if you I win the like Tracy 
everybody who's sentient and beautiful and unbelievably able to make America win this World Cup adores Tracy Chapman. But all of us here at Men in Blazers, all of our listeners, we wish you, we wish the rest of the US squad health, happiness. We wish you victory on Monday night, Megan. Thanks for coming on and Godspeed. Ah, thank you so much for having me on. It's always a pleasure.